We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Exxon Radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, Talkstar Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or employees. All-Hit Radio. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. And welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell. We're coming to you from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. 1-800-610-7035. Worldwide toll-free. Email exxon at com On MSN Messenger, TV at hotmail.com. And our website, www.exxonradiotv.com. Exxon Nation, my, hour, my guest of this hour is Michael Idasaha. And we're going to be talking about Michael's book entitled The Death of Evolution, The Darwinian Delusion, and Creation or Evolution. He is a graduate from the University of Toronto with a PhD in physics and a Bachelor of Education degree in science and mathematics. And he obtained a certificate in religious studies from the Toronto Catholic School Board. And uh, joining me now from Toronto is our guest this hour, Dr. Michael Adesaha, and welcome uh, to the Exxon, Michael. Oh, yes, thank you, thank you. Uh, Michael, what motivated you to write your book, Creation or Evolution? Um, about 12 years ago, uh, my encounter with uh, a nephew, mm-hmm. 
who gave me a lesson on the giraffe neck and what evolution predicts, um, gave me some concern and, well, his conclusion was that was sufficient enough for him to doubt the existence of God. And then not quite long, there was also another story that I read where some African uh, students decided not to continue with their worship service because evolution teaches otherwise. So I thought, well, that was a very important uh, topic to investigate. So for the past 12 years, I've been looking into it, and I could find out that there are certain things that need to be addressed. For example, just like creation, Mm -hmm. which has... Um, the scientific part, well, cells are created and things like that, but it also comes with uh, a dogmatic part in terms of special creation, which science does not understand. I find out that evolution has the same problem, that uh, we have the real aspect, uh, which we carry out experiments with bacteria and come up with a conclusion still being bacteria, and that is called microevolution. And then there's also the dogmatic aspect that parallels uh, special creation, which no one has ever observed, so that itself is a belief. But then, in trying to explain this belief, I find out that uh, the scientists draw their conclusions from work done on the other part. Therefore, um, that sort of uh, is uh, kind of concerned that the two paradigms have Mm -hmm. the same problem. And the other thing I also realized was the uh, misleading terminologies. For example, they talk of creation-evolution controversy, but I believe that there's natural creation and also evolution. So those processes are not at long ahead or any controversy. The controversy is actually between creationism and evolutionism. But uh, when books are written, they always talk of creationism versus evolution. And that, of course, is just to give a wrong impression of what is the truth of uh, the controversy that we are facing. All right, Michael, please stand by. We've got to take a commercial break here. We'll be back in two minutes. Exonation, uh, Dr. Michael Idasaha is our special guest. His website is genuinescience.net and we'll be back on the other side of this commercial break as we continue from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. My name is Rob McConnell. Don't go away. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores, so stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, 
and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. We're talking about evolution this hour. The Death of Evolution is the name of the book by our guest this hour, Mike, uh, Dr. Michael Itasaha. His website is genuinescience.net. And I have to ask you this, Michael. Uh, what are your credentials as an author of a book on this sensitive controversy? My credentials? Yes, sir. Oh, yes. Um, well, I want a PhD from the University of Toronto. And also masters from uh, Carlton University, and masters from Mandibello University in Nigeria, and also bachelor of education that enables me to teach science and mathematics. Mm-hmm. And also I've been engaged in some religious studies. Uh, uh, at uh, when I was at the Catholic school board. Now, there, there are many books and literature on creation and evolution. One of the books on creation is the Bible. What makes your present book so unique from these other books? Yeah, um, first of all, my book is very holistic in its approach. Now, the subject of origin is, in fact, a multidisciplinary kind of uh, topic, uh, mm-hmm. not limited to any particular one. Uh, biology, of course, it seems to be in the forefront, but the questions that we are addressing are actually not very biological itself. And so my book, for example, Science focuses on the material aspect, but my book, I try to incorporate the immaterial aspect so that it involves science, religion, history, and common sense. And also, um, in this book, uh, well, in all my books, I try to focus on the realities in science, for example, um, the talk about creation and evolution, I think that's not true, and I try to uh, make sure that we leave those processes as natural processes and talk about the creationism, evolutionism, unism, sorry, the creation, evolution, unism as natural processes, but the controversy is actually the religious belief attached to these two uh, processes. And also, I also focus on the realities in the secular sense. Other books focus on events that are disputable, like the uh, science and the creationists, evolutionists will be focusing on the Genesis accounts of which are disputable. Everyone has its own interpretation to that. But I try to keep my book towards what is more concrete, like in Exodus, where Actually, the scriptures in history tells us God personally claimed credit for creating the world. So I try to stay with what is concrete in my book. And also the other aspect is uh, that I discuss what is 
rule. For example, people talk about evolutionary worldview. Has anybody actually sat down to think how can that world be or how will that world be? Because the world that is created will be definitely characteristically different from that that evolved by chance. So I try to bring up those points that will make uh, the common person to think and reason. Mm And also, I try to debunk the trivialities, for example, the arguments on similarity. It favors both creationist and evolutionist worldview, and so the argument will keep lingering. And uh, things like the age of the Earth, at least those are for philosophical interest and uh, to portray a particular worldview. So I try to stay with that. So I talk about the brain, talk about the mind interaction so that people can have a view of actually what is happening more than what people want to discuss using their expertise and very complex arguments. But I try to stay with the simple um, arguments that anybody who takes up can at least have a feeling and be part of the old thing and uh, embrace and begin to view realities rather than the abstracts. All right, well, maybe you can help me understand something. Can you explain your proposition that creation is a primary process and evolution is a secondary process? Yes, okay. Um, First of all, uh, to address that issue, I would like to um, look at what nature is, because uh, evolutionists or scientists... uh, using nature as uh, what is being looked on as the background of all events. But then, nature itself obeys laws, and those laws are caused. So nature itself is caused, nature is not uncaused, so nature, if that's the case, nature has to be self-created. It's a created stuff, and if it is created, then everything that follows will be under the guise of creation. Uh, well, if we take it back to the laboratory, before we study the evolution of the something, we will definitely have a material basis to study. For example, if we want to know how um, life evolved, we have to create life. So today, scientists are busy carrying out experiments trying to study on how to create things, not on how things will evolve. For example, the Big Bang, that was a uh, uh, well-known theory that uh, scientists uh, believe very much is a strong candidate to explain mm-hmm. the beginning. Now, for that, and to understand what is going on, scientists had to create the... Um, system to study the Big Bang. So we have the collider, which at this point is being used to study. But for this, we needed uh, 10,000 scientists from 100 countries, uh, costing $9 billion. So that scenario, the chance itself, was created for them to study. So creation is definitely if there is a creator uh, who is on cause, then he has to create. And that's why I believe the scripture talks about creation being the primary process that will 
determine the events that will eventually come to be evolved. For example, cells are created, and then if there is um, a mistake, then evolution kicks in. Mm-hmm. Why should scientists forget or refuse to discuss the creative aspect, but dwell on the evolution, which is a mistake, and teach that that mistake is a result of um, most of the diversities here. Um, so, my point is that creation is the reason that we have different species. We have dogs, we have humans, we have cats, but evolution is one of the remote prisons whereby we have diversity of dogs or breeds of dogs, uh, breeds of uh, cats, uh, that. So the two should be in unison in a way, uh, one being primary, the other one being secondary. Evolution can only kick in when something is there, that material itself has to be created. Uh, all right, and so that's uh, what I think and I agree. I believe um, that is uh, a clear thing that we do experience that before any evolution, there must be something, and that thing has to evolve. Uh, all right, so, so let me ask you because I'm not clear on what you're trying to tell me. Where did this all start? Where do, um, where do we come from? What are the origins of humans on this planet? The origins of human in this planet mm-hmm. is God's creation. We originated by creation. All right, so, so how... You know, is the Big Bang Theory correct? Is that what started it all? Well, that's a scientific explanation, and we do um, accept that as scientists. But then as I pointed out, for that Big Bang to happen, Mm -hmm. or the Big Bang that is being staged now, scientists, first of all, had to know what they expected to uh, stage that. So that Big Bang... In the other aspect of a creator, a creator will be representing the scientists because, well, the large hadron um, collider that is today being used to study uh, the beginning of the universe is produced by scientists who are out of the system itself. They are not within the collider. They are out there to detonate it. All right, so, so, so the answer if is... If the Big Bang was detonated, it must be something detonated by a creator who knows of what will come out of it, that that coming out will be a universe. All right, so uh, basically... universe that will have life, and um, the conclusions of that particular thing will be known by that creator well in advance. So, um, yes, the Big Bang shows the beginning shows a creation of something, mm-hmm. and that thing that was banged must have been put there by some individual, just as the Large Hadron Collider is being instituted or being installed by human beings. 
So the answer so, is so the answer is we really don't know how we were how what started creation. We don't know. Yes, that's the that's that's true, and and that's where. All right, sta- stand, stand by, please. Stand. No one was there. Nobody knows, but then it has to be a revelation. Because as, I, as I'm pointing out... I, I'm sorry, we're having a hard time understanding you. So, uh, you know, I want to thank you so much for being our guest this hour. Uh, you know, we understand that there's there's telephone problems at your end. And, uh, you know, we'll just try and get you back on another day when we can actually hear the conversation one way or another. But the, the short stick is Exxon Nation. He doesn't have an idea of how creation started. He's, he's not sure if it was evolution or creation. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news as the Exxon continues. We're right here live and around the world from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. My name is Rob McConnell. Whatever you do, don't go away. We'll be right back right after this news break. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. You're listening to the X-Zone Radio Show, live and around the world on the Talkstar Radio Network, X-Zone Broadcast Network, UK High Definition Radio, Euro High Definition Radio, and Star Cable. Our toll-free telephone number worldwide is 1-800-610-7035. Our email address, xzone at xzoneradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, xzoneradiotv at hotmail.com. And our website, www dot exxon radio tv dot com countdown for blast off x minus five four three two x minus one fire From the far horizons of the unknown come transcribed tales of new dimensions in time and space. These are stories of the future, adventures in which you'll live in a million could-be years on a thousand maybe worlds. The National Broadcasting Company, in cooperation with Street and Smith, publishers of astounding science fiction, presents... X minus one... 
tonight's story, Almost Human, by Robert Block. Have you heard of the new science called cybernetics? It concerns man's efforts to develop a perfect thinking machine, a robot electronic brain that will not only do man's work, but even do his thinking for him. A robot that is almost human. No, it's not impossible at all. In fact, one day, something like this may happen. A tall, suave gentleman in a black raincoat will walk down the street until he reaches a shuttered, isolated house. And then he will slowly mount the front steps, push the doorbell. Just a minute. I said just a minute. Hold your horses. What do you think you'd... Good evening, my dear. Duke, why did you come here? Curiosity, darling. I've been thinking of what you told me at our chance meeting last week. Duke, you promised me. I decided to come and take a look for myself. Where is the professor? In his study. Where's Junior? In the nursery. The nursery? How quaint. And you, I take it, are Junior's nursemaid? I help the professor. Tell him he has a guest. Ah, oh, Duke, he's a nice old guy. Don't Tell do him, it. darling. All right. Yes? What is it, Miss Williams? Uh, Professor Blasman, a gentleman... Here? I don't understand. I gave orders no one was to be admitted to the house. He insisted. Very well. Wait here. I'll get rid of him. Sir? Professor Blasman, I've come to see Junior. Junior? There must be some mistake. There are no children in this house... I don't... Professor, what you feel pressing against your belly is the muzzle of a forty-five caliber pistol. Now, shall we visit Junior? How? What do you know about him? I know everything. Shall we go inside? I warn you. On the contrary. I warn you. Very well. This way. This is the nursery. Where is Junior? In the next room. Behind the door with the panel in it. Very considerately furnished. Another goose figures on the walls. Blackboard, toy blocks. Panda. Bunny rabbit doll. <laughs> Touching. All right, let's see him. You can look through the panel. very pretty, is he? I was not concerned with aesthetics. Why do you hide him? Is he dangerous? The world is not yet ready for such a thing. Besides, I must study. As you can see by his play, he is very young, hardly out of the cradle. I am educating him. With the nursery rhymes? The brain is undeveloped. It must learn its behavior patterns like any infant. You call that eight-foot monster an infant? Physically, of course, he'll never change. He's built of chrome steel and glass. But his brain, that is my wonderful instrument. Unlike a human, he has no heritage, no basic instincts such as love or hate. These he has yet to learn. In some respects, he is like a blank tablet. What is written upon the tablet will remain. 
You mean he has no feelings? He will learn quickly. And now, if your curiosity is satisfied, I trust you will keep my secret. If anyone discovers... Open the door. I beg your pardon. The door, Professor. Very well. Junior, come here. What a monster. He talks? Yes. Mentally, he's about six years old now. What is it, son? Who is that man, Papa? Let me handle this. You may call me Duke, son. I've come to see you. That's nice. Nobody ever comes to see me except Lola. Play with me, Duke. Certainly, Junior. Oh, uh, and Professor. Yes? While we're playing, you can have Lola and Miss Williams prepare my room. Your room? I forgot to tell you, I've decided to stay until the climate changes and I can go out again. Meanwhile, I'll have a chance to play blocks with Junior. Understand? I begin to understand. You are hiding from the law. As you wish. All right, Junior. Your move. Let's build a bridge. I have a better idea, Junior. What? Let's build a coffin. A coffin? I don't know that word. Then I'll teach you, Junior. I can see the professor has been neglecting the moral side of your education. Very sadly. You shouldn't have come here, Duke. Why not, my dear? Afraid of me? No, afraid of myself. You're no good for me. You've always brought me trouble. Except this time. This time it will be different, darling. This time I'll bring you diamonds. Duke, what have you been teaching that thing? Nothing, honey. I've just been playing with them. Very educational. I don't believe you. What's bothering you, Lola? Today when I walked in there, he said to me, I know how to kill people, Lola. I'll kill you if you want me to. He's learning very quickly. Duke, I'm scared of that thing. It's unholy, a machine that acts like a human with a voice grinding at you, saying things you'd expect from a child. You dislike him so much. Why did you take this job as his nursemaid? Because I wanted to start over again. I answered an ad. The professor didn't ask questions. I I would have been all right, too, if you hadn't come along. I'm very glad you did tell me, darling. Because Junior is going to make us two very successful people. Ha! Like any child... Junior listens to what he's told. Duke, I don't know what you're teaching, Junior. But I can guess. And it isn't right. It's evil. Now, right on the blackboard, Junior. My name is Junior. My name... Junior. People are evil. People are evil. Evil must be destroyed. Evil must be destroyed. The professor is evil. The professor is evil. The professor must... What are you doing? I want you to keep out of the nursery, professor. Go away. You... You don't even remember me. I know you. You are the professor... You want to keep me as your slave? 
You didn't tell me that people are evil. People are not evil. People are evil. They must be destroyed. Stop it! I am not a child any longer. No, you're not a child. You're a monster. Junior? Yes, Duke. The time is now, Junior. Yes, Duke. Keep away from me. Junior! Junior, don't do it! Listen to me! Junior, listen to me! Ah! I did it, Duke. Duke, I... Can we go away now, Duke? I don't like it here anymore. Duke, why did you do it? The professor was in the way. We'll have to move very quickly now, Lola. We? Because if you don't plan to come along, just say so. I can have Junior write your name and... His blackboard. Where are we going? We'll go to Charlie's. With Junior? With Junior. Oh, Duke, you can't. I'm afraid. Relax, my dear. The Duke has great plans for you two. Wouldn't you like to be independently wealthy for the rest of your life? No cares, no worries. Just good times and fine clothes all the time. The only way you get that way is by inheriting a million. Not when you have a fellow like Junior around. I'm still afraid of him. Junior wouldn't hurt you. You wouldn't hurt Lola, would you, Junior? I like Lola. She's pretty. There, you see? He thinks you're pretty. Junior's growing up. Sit down, Charlie. Sure, Duke. Lola and I are going to hide out here for a while. We'll need some help. Listen, Duke, I'm... I'm trying to keep the cops away. Sure, sure. Now, listen to me. I need a casing job done. Oh. Sure, sure, Duke. You know the armored truck service? Sure. I want to know when they take the Acme deposits from Boston to Worcester. Duke, you ain't thinking of a payroll truck, are you? They got cannons on those trucks. They travel in pairs. You couldn't get near one. I asked you to do a casing job, Charlie. Sure, Duke. Anything you say. Find out what time they passed on Arrowist and most deserted stretch of road. Well, if, if, if you're going to pull a job like that, you'll need 50 men. You want me to get some of the boys? I won't need anybody. I've got somebody. Where? He's out in the car. Oh, what's his name, Duke? Anybody I know? His name is Junior. Junior? I, I don't know any Junior. You will, Charlie. You will. <laughs> Sam. Well, thanks, Al. Oh, it sure gets hot in these armored trucks, huh? Uh, you'll get used to it. How much we haul in this town? About $250,000. Hmm. Brother, could I use a hunk of that? Who couldn't? What's the first stop? Acme National Bank. Then we unload a payroll of the Bronson Watch Plant. Hey, what's that up ahead? It looks like something shiny on the road. Drop your spotlight. Right. Smokes, you see what I see? It looks like a mechanical traffic cop. About eight feet tall. Standing right in the middle of the highway. Maybe it's a Halloween gang, huh? Unless they're trying out robot traffic cops. Can you get past him? I don't know. We'll have to slow down. Get on that gun, Sam. Let's take no chances. Right. I'll give it the horn. Don't budge. Where's our escort truck? 
Pulled up right behind us. Thing won't move. It sure looks like something out of Buck Rogers, don't it? That's a heck of a note blocking traffic like that. I'll have to try and get past it. Here it goes. Holy smokes, it's moving. Hell, it's coming toward us. Get on that gun. Give it a blast. Bullets are bouncing right off it. It's still coming. Hell, back up. I can't. The other truck's right behind us. Hell, it's lifting its arm. It's going to smash our window. <laughs> If I hadn't have seen it with my own eyes. Duke, we've got to quit this. What's the matter, Charlie? Getting shaky? The papers say he killed all four drivers. Listen, Duke, that robot is hot. We've got to get rid of it. Stop your blubbering. One more good robbery. You ain't going to pull another one. Why not? Count me out, Duke. The law is going to track that baby. Are you quite finished, Charlie? you got no heart, Duke. You're, you're like Junior, all steel inside. And you're just a big, warm-hearted slob. I suppose flowing with the milk of human kindness. Well, I got nerves. I can't stand that thing, the way it looks at you with that, that iron face and clanking around all the time. Listen, here it comes. Hello, Junior. Hello, Duke. I've been talking to Charlie. Yes, Duke. You know what I think, Junior? I think Charlie's yellow. You know what happens to people who turn yellow, don't you? Yes, Duke. Tell them. They're evil. We're going to put the hold on that uh, almost human episode of X minus one. Unfortunately, we could not get back our guest uh, from the last hour. The telephone problems continued, so we will reschedule it once we're able to figure out, or he can figure out how to how to rectify the situation on his end. My name is Rob McConnell. This is the X-Zone, and I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break as we wrap up today's show. I'm sorry, as we wrap up this segment. It's Friday. I've been doing that all day. Of the X-Zone, more and the conclusion of X-1 on the other side of this break. Don't go away. up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. 
Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. We have to destroy them. Huh? You see, Charlie? Junior doesn't like people who sing to the police. Uh, uh, Duke, wait a minute. You know I'd never turned stoolie or anything like that. I never sang to the coppers in my life. You can count Junior. on me. I, yes, I don't want no trouble Duke. with you. Stop him. I, I wouldn't... Yes, Duke. Duke! I stopped him, Duke. All right. Take him down to the cellar. Duke, that not... Charlie! Junior, put him down. Take him down to the cellar, Junior. Yes, Duke. Duke. Relax, darling. Stop shaking. Duke, we can't stay here. Charlie's going to be missed. He's got friends. Now I'll have the gangs after us, too. Oh, come on now. Don't worry, darling. The Duke will take care of everything. Where are you going? Out to a travel agency to get some tickets. You and I are going to take a trip, Lola. You're leaving me alone here? Junior's here, too. It's just it. It's being alone with that thing. Duke, I got the jitters. Now, don't you worry. In 48 hours, you and I will be on our way to Switzerland with $500,000 worth of loot. What about Junior? Junior will be taken care of. How can you get rid of him? Junior will do anything I say. So I'll merely have him get into the furnace and sit there while I fill it with oil and set fire to it. Too bad the professor couldn't have stayed around to see him growing up. He's almost a man now, Junior is. But not quite as clever as a man. You'll find that out after he steps into the furnace. Get rid of Junior now, Duke. Before you leave. There's no time. I'll be back about eight. Duke, please. And be nice to Junior while I'm gone. Don't show him you're afraid of him. Goodbye, darling. Goodbye, Duke. What? Junior. Oil me. Can't you wait till Duke gets back? He always oils you. I want you to oil me, Lola. All right. I like you to oil me, Lola. Yes, Junior. Lola, do you like Duke? Certainly. Do you like me? Well, you know I do, Junior. Lola? What? Who do you like best? Me or Duke? I like you both, Junior. Yes, but who do you love? What do you know about love, Junior? In the books, man and woman love... No. Lola. What? Do you think anyone will ever love me? Maybe. Some women can fall in love with anything, Junior. Even with something like Duke. Why, Lola? I don't know. Maybe because... Well, as long as she thinks her man is the smartest and the strongest... And there we have it. That is the end of X-1, Almost Human. 
When we come back from the news at the top of the hour at six and a half minutes past the hour, more of the Exxon with yours truly, Rob McConnell, from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. 1-800-610-7035, worldwide, toll-free, email exxon at com on MSN Messenger, TV at hotmail.com and our website, www.exxonradiotv.com. And I'd like to welcome a student producer to the Exxon. His name is Mark. He's been working with us today. Mark, you'll get the hang of it yet. He's under the careful guide of Craig, our senior producer. So we'll all three be back on the other side of this commercial break. My name is Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 